0: All right, we teased it in the first hour of the show. We didn't get to it because we honestly had like a lot of other good stuff that we were talking about. So let's do a little bit here. We could save Loch or maybe we'll do it later in the segment as well. Ken, let's do some NBA Most Valuable Player right now. We had a couple of award markets in the first hour. Let's make sure we have a conversation about this one. Uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, the reigning NBA Finals MVP, and two-time MVP in the past. Uh, Jokic plus 300, the favorite at Ben MGM. Luka Doncic is the second choice in the market, plus 450. Jason Tatum is seven to one. Last year's MVP, Joel Embiid uh, is 10 to one, along with Steph Curry. Giannis is a 12 to one. Uh, I will choose to draw the Gettleman line there. If you think anything, anyone else is interesting, please bring them up. Uh, Thoughts right now, Ken, we are literally ex- exactly two weeks into the season. Season started two weeks ago today on this Tuesday. Uh, Thoughts on NBA Most Valuable Player? Any any valuable bets you think can be placed right now?
1: I I wasn't sure I was going to bet this so early in the season. I made no. This is the, one of the first times, and I've been betting NBA MVP longer than I've been betting like almost anything, which is to say, like maybe eight to ten years. I've been betting this award. It's like one of the first things I ever started betting. Uh, I think one of the first bets I ever placed, like in an award market, was. Uh, Giannis in his first MVP season that like I thought that was like a real thing that he could win and then he ended up winning obviously um, but going back like the Westbrook season I remember thinking about that market too anyway um, I just it's one it's one of my favorites even though the, the discourse around it is obviously insanely toxic but like I still like thinking about it the NBA is just I it's one of my favorite sports I think it's really interesting and I this is one of the first years I bet nobody going into the season and it was tough because I I was like okay, like there's, a, there's a, a torch being passed at some point here, and maybe it's this year, and maybe it's next year, maybe it's the year after, where we've had the same, sus- the usual suspects, Jokic, Embiid, Giannis to a lesser extent now, um, you know, like they've been dominating the conversation about this award. Okay, like now they've all won, and in Jokic's case, won twice, and Giannis's case won twice, and Embiid's got one. And so like, all right, are we then are we on to the next thing which I think everyone's kind of dying for to be honest or is it like one more year of these guys are still the best and like we're not we're not there yet and the guys who are kind of coming up and who are starting to get ready Luca SGA Anthony Edwards maybe Donovan Mitchell but I think it's gonna be like when he goes to a new team next year or something that happens like these uh, Tatum these next guys like are they is it really their time yet or are we is it one more year? of like, this is what it is. And it's early, but man, seems like it's one more year of this. is what It is. <laughs> seems like really, really likely that it's one more year of this is what it is. And I, I say that just because like, look, the easiest way to handicap <clears throat> excuse me, most valuable player is not by a bunch of people like tweeting out that they like a bunch of guys and like, oh my God, that dude dropped 40, like he's going to win MVP. The easiest way to do it is to combine team success, who's going to be really good, who's going to win the most games, with uh widely available recognizable player value metrics per all the plus minuses that are out there win shares uh since the nba and really like the people who cover the nba since they all adopted these things and like made them part of the discourse it's happened like in the last 10 to 15 years here's the mvp winner here's how the mvp winner finished in per in the last 15 years Second, first, 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 third, first, first, first. Okay, seems like that's pretty damn predictive of who's going to win MVP. So,
0: so what are you saying?
1: Box plus minus, which is the basketball reference plus minus. It's the one that's like the easiest to find of all the ones that people do. Winner, here is where they ranked at the end of the year in this category: second, first, 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 second, first, 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 third, first, first. It's like it's It's this is not complicated, guys. Like, yes, you don't have to be first in all the metrics. You got to be really high up. We could do the same thing with win shares. We could do win shares per 48. We could do some of the other stuff. It's not complicated. It's just not. And there are certain players who can get into that tier, like be able to be ranked that highly in player value metrics. And there are a lot of players who can't. And that's it. And it's really almost unfair. But this is how we award MVP. MVP. This is what happens. So, like, yeah, like you might be like, well, Embiid, like Embiid was second. Like, Embiid did not beat Jokic last year, but he got close enough that it could be an interesting conversation. So, if you want to beat these guys, these guys who have been around for a few years, you want to beat Jokic, you want to beat Embiid, Giannis. It's not really happening this year. Lillard, and I think they're gonna rest him and stuff. But those two guys still Embiid and Jokic, like height of their powers. Okay, you want to beat him for most valuable player? You got to get close enough that we can have the conversation. And all the players that you probably listening to this think are interesting are not remotely close where we can have the con- they're just not they're just not even close Jason Tatum's a great player it's like a first team all NBA caliber player and they might win a ton of games like if they went cool if they go 70 and two then he probably gets the, the most value I'm gonna guess that's not gonna happen I'm gonna guess they win like mid to high 50s be the one seed which you know they did last year I feel like we're gonna have the same conversation again small sample but we've seen this with Tatum year after year after year PER Ninth. Again, like I just we again we go through the categories. Plus plus minus. 10th. Win shares. Eighth. Not close. You want to do Anthony Edwards? It gets way, way, way worse. Like you want to do these pl- like it's just again, not even in the conversation. Not gonna be in the conversation. Like eight to break it to everybody. So yeah, like these guys can improve, Edwards can play better. But like Tatum, I think we know what that is. Donovan Mitchell, I think we know what that is. And it's really good. And he's actually gotten off to an even better start than he normally does. It's just, it feels second tier. And Luka's the guy who's kind of the bridge between the two. Some years and sometimes it's like, he's in that conversation with Jokic and Embiid. And the numbers are that good, but they just don't win enough. This year, they're winning a little bit more. Look at at what's happening to his shots and his usage since Kyrie came back. He takes like no shots now. His PER is like as low as I've ever seen it. And they're winning. (laughs) like and they're good because he doesn't take as many shots so like is if that's again it doesn't have to be like this but if that's what this is going to be they're going to win more and he's not going to win mvp like that's not going to happen because the numbers won't be as good like you actually need both so like i but i wanted to wait to start this year to just be like is it going to be different am i crazy or is it like another year of this and i honestly think like just at this moment. And this isn't just like, well, five games. That's so small. It's like, no, just projecting forward. Like I know kind of how these guys are statistically. I know how they fit together. I know who's going to win a lot of games, at least who we think is going to win a lot of games. I bet a ton of Embiid the last two days because he got off market. There's 14s out there. There's 12s out there on him at a bunch of places. Yes, please first, second in all these categories, I think they're going to win a billion games. I actually think there's a chance they win the NBA title. We did that last week. Like, I think they're actually interesting in live now that they jettison James Harden and now that they have a coach that won an NBA championship. I think he's really interesting still to win back-to-back. But mostly like the discourse around the NBA right now is that there's a huge gap between Jokic and everybody else, and a, a couple of popular NBA writers even wrote today. It feels like the gap between him and the second and third best player is wider than like any gap since like Michael Jordan was playing or something like that. Like that, that's where we are right now. And Jamal Murray's going to be out for a little bit. Jokic was great again last night. It's the two of them in tandem it's the it's the usual suspects for me um the buy point on Jokic is interesting it's almost like he's already so short priced is it even worth anything i think you need some because like this could i actually think this could just not be a thing this year and it might be it's the two of them and they just run away and we have this conversation again i just don't see it from the other players right now the metrics aren't there the team performance for denver and philly are both still outstanding so the favorites are not vulnerable it, feel, like it's, it feels old. I understand that, but I just doesn't seem like anybody's ready right now or nobody's kind of fitting together the right way. So uh, I bet a ton of Embiid. I'll balance that with Jokic, but I'm kind of not in a hurry to do that all at once, just in case there's like a, a one-week bump where somebody gets a bump and his price goes back up. But I think it's going to be those two for me for a long time. Subject to change, but like that's who I've been buying.
0: You better, you bet, with Nick and Ken here on a Tuesday talking NBA Most Valuable Player. And you mentioned Jamal Murray and his absence and Michael Malone. Like, we don't know how long Murray's going to be out. Michael Malone describing it as, like, not like a one- or two-game injury, a hamstring injury for Jamal Murray. And, like, you know how this goes. We talk about it a lot with football. You come back too early from a hamstring injury, you re-aggravate that, and you're out for a long-ass time. So I think Murray's going to be out for a little bit. Um, I We talked about this before the show. It's like random prop note. And I hate to bring this guy up because... He caused both of us a lot of pain and discomfort this past NCAA tournament when he hit that dagger three for Gonzaga against UCLA. Uh, Julian Strother, the former Gonzaga player, uh, took a ton of threes last night with jamal murray out and like mike malone was praising him after the game strother's like yeah like once i start shooting it starts going in i'm gonna keep shooting do we feel like julian strother three am i even pronouncing his name correctly do we feel like his threes are going to be a thing moving forward while jamal murray's out like is that going to (laughs) be something we should be targeting in the old prop market i circled that one (laughs) after last
1: night sure i know you had i think you had another one they want to talk about too we uh we should certainly ask Mike Gallagher about that, who apparently just never loses prop bets, by the way, which is pretty outrageous. We he's like 9-0 to this year. He went 9-0 last night. Uh,
0: That's what I was going to say, because I saw that tweet,
1: and I was like, yeah.
0: he's only bet nine props this season? No, that had to no, have been about like 90 of them. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 they won
1: like 80% or something. Something outrageous. He's awesome. He's um, awesome. Yeah, we definitely ask him about it. That's like really in the weeds. I I don't know what Denver's going to do to replace Murray's production, like in terms of their rotation. Like they they're not playing Christian Brown like more. That's not happening. Um, but they they played Strawther and they seem to like him. They play a couple other guys about the same minutes. It's it's possible. I, just the key is like as long as you, this is the thing though. This is one of the great things I think if you, for people who go play in Denver and how everybody talks about the Nuggets. It's like you know, you know who the good player like you know what players get way better players that play with Jokic. It's like you just get better. You're just good because he's so good. <laughs> he's just so, so good. And uh, I know, yeah, what was your other, yet another takeaway from last night? What was your, what was one of your other ones?
0: Oh, I had a bunch of, a bunch of ones. Somebody I, else, I, another I, I, threes I, one though, right? Well, I don't know like what Oscar Thompson's points prop is going to be like moving forward, but he okay. literally okay. scores like six, like actually scores like 16. But yet, I think, sure, I, I want to say, like, in the last, like, four games, in three of the last four, he's had, like, an exact points-rebound stat line of 16 points and seven rebounds. Like, that's been okay. a stat line literally in, like, three of the last four games. But, I mean, like, he shoots at a high percentage, and, like, I think, like, his points probably needs to be in, like, the mid-teens at this point. Like, somewhere, like, the 14 to 16, I feel like probably probably makes a lot of sense. Uh, the Strawther three-pointers I had, like... Is Chad Holman just gonna have a double double every single game. Is that gonna be what this is? Curious what those prices are gonna start being. Maxi uh, assists I had written down after Maxi had 11 assists yep. last night, obviously with Harden out. And the other yep. is gonna be and like Ken, you were right to bring up what you brought up when we talked about this off air. Alec Burks is out right now for Detroit. <laughs> Ivy's missed a couple games with an illness. Um, Marcus is like hey, like random really good college basketball players at the end of NBA benches. Marcus Sasser, the one-time Houston Cougar, yeah. now at the end of the last bench year. for the Detroit Pistons, and he, he started to get like a lot. To run even like when Ivy was playing and like Burks was playing like Sasser was coming into games and he just he's chucking up threes when he comes in to get eight three-point attempts last night I'm curious like even when like Ivy comes back and Burks comes back if we get three-point like props posted for Marcus Sasser not like I'm gonna unload also like you can't like bet a ton of money into these things just like I'm gonna be watching it to see if there's like an angle there I I feel like I'm never gonna beat Shocker I feel like I'm never going to consistently beat side and total in the NBA. I could get lucky and go on a hot streak at at points. But uh, I think I might try and, like, dominate NBA props this year and, like, really do a lot of prop
1: work. Yeah. I love it. That's great. Yeah. strawberry threes may be the best of the bunch there for you on the stuff that you brought up. It's really interesting. If they do really like them.
0: I I feel like Sasser's good, too. I guess guess hashtag time will tell. On the other side, Pete Blackburn joins us talking National Hockey League. Nick and Ken, you better, you bet.